So we're doing a podcast. I'm lovely. I'm the podcast of Tuna Tanya. Well, Tanya or Tanya Cummins, whatever she wants to call herself. And I think a lot of stuff that she's been saying has not been very true. So me and this guy here are coming to share awareness of what is the real the real facts on this person and all the shite that she's been talking about. Wouldn't you say so? So unlike Tanya's podcast where she literally Googled what a troll was and spent half an hour reading off stories that she found on Google uh, that were no relation to her whatsoever. She was just finding the worst situation she could find, which was a story from a halfway across the world. So I think we're just here to explain from our own perspective uh, the difference between a troll and a person that actually has an educated opinion. And this is a narrative that's based on our own experiences. So it's nothing that we've Googled. It's nothing that we've read online or anything. It's literally we've been on the app for a long, long time. We've followed the situation for a long time and we have enough knowledge to have our own opinion. I'm not stalker like other people would consider stalking, like various creators that love the clout on the lovely social media platform of TikTok. Oh, that's just (laughs) with that one, when you think about it, how much crap is on that app which we'll probably will actually talk about in future episodes but for the next few ones we're going to concentrate on tanya and her uh, devoted partner mr uk tiktok well yeah because she's just trying to push this narrative that every single person on the app because they're not agreeing with her or kevin mm-hmm. how did she became a once a character in the story, how did she became made aware of on TikTok? Well, I think first we should say, so, where she's telling everybody what a troll is. So she's telling everyone that a troll is an online bully and it's someone that deliberately tries to attack or offend another person, which is true. Yeah. But what she doesn't do is she doesn't describe the people that aren't trolls, the people that are on there that follow the likes of Kev and other creators. Um, And in fact, these people aren't actually trolling everybody. These people are often well-educated, they're hardworking, they're family people. Yeah. And they've used their own judgment based on what they've seen from day one. So therefore, they've formed their own educated opinion. And this next clip here will show you that that's Tanya admitting having your own educated opinion is not trolling. It's like calling me Gollum. Yeah, but it is, isn't it? That's not really trolling. You put yourself out there, right? So you've got to be open to criticism. Let the views go up. (laughs) I was basically telling me to come on here to try and talk about me being I didn't tell you to come on here at all, no. Well, you asked me about being on your podcast, Tanners. Correct. So hang on. I've tried, I've, I've came on here. I don't think I've ever joined your live before. You know, for the first time, trying mm. to, you know, express the question that you asked me, which was, have I ever been t- trolled? 
And I, I bet you imagine asking, you haven't answered the question because being called you look like a crazy frog every now and then isn't trolling. Trolling is where you're made to feel miserable, your mental health is it severely affected. Me, your mental me health is severely affected from being told you've got big eyes. I know that. It so you think it's funny that mm -hmm. I get sent voice notes of people playing the crazy frog tune and laughing at the background? I mean, first of all, I didn't say it was funny. Second of all, I don't think it's that serious and I think you get a hell of a lot worse. He wants to mock the situation that is going to be a massive effect on generations to come. Our children, mm. our grandchildren. His children. And all from people like that that don't want to make a change on social media, but can because of his huge following. Yeah. I might make a video now of Tyrone looking like a frog. Because it's funny. That's not trolling. It's not really. It's... It's not and there you can see from her own mouth, it's her own admission that having an opinion is not trolling. No, it's not. Like, when people have actually tried to help her, like people that support her, become her moderators because of the hate she gets, these people yeah. have been turned on as well because when they found out what she's really about, like it's always the scenario of I'm in a relationship with Kev, then I'm not in a relationship and then I'm going to go on TikTok, I'm going to go on live and pretend to tell people, sorry, not pretend to tell people, but tell people I'm not with him no more and it give me big because then I can make money of you. Then go and give half of it to Kev. So then we can go to another hotel around the world somewhere. And then pretend that she is angry at him. And also when we call her the biggest troll because of what the next clip we're going to play next. Of her putting him down. This is how the Pampers kicked off was through here as well. How do I cut you off? I need to get rid of you. You're a waste of my time. You go talk on your phone. Can I can I cut you off? No, decline. Go away. Don't try and battle me when you're sitting there on your phone and covering your lips. You should keep your calls till later. It's rude. You're rude. If you're here, be here. If you want to be on the phone, go and be on the phone. You're going to do it again because, you know, I can't even cut you off. I can't get your face away from my face. Your face ain't pretty enough for me to just sit here and look at it. Top left button. Right, I'm going to get rid of you. They're telling me how to get rid of you. I'm going to get rid of you and I won't have you back. Because this is disrespectful. You wouldn't talk to me on the phone and just mute me and go and talk to you somebody wanna say, else. Yeah, you? you want to say that name? I think it's funny. What name? Zippy? So a lot of people don't realise that Tanya has actually been around on social media for a long, long time. Although she does claim quite often that she's, she doesn't do social media, she's, she's never been on TikTok, she doesn't use Facebook, Instagram or anything, and yet she was following Kev for long enough 
to know and she pinpointed the exact moment that he was in a very weak position. I think this was at the time when he was getting kicked out of hotels in Cornwall um, because he was fraudulently raising money through gifting for charities and wasn't giving the money. And at the time, I believe so-called trolls or people that are actually raising awareness and informing hotels of the kind of person that they've got staying with them um, he was getting kicked out and he was borrowed a credit card by someone or somebody paid for a room for him for one night. Kevin decided to abuse that trust and try to get extra from it. And so he was kicked out of the hotel. And it was at that point he was sat outside the hotel crying, blaming the trolls. Did you know that's that that's the night that he was with Rick's there? And with Dave Durant, and they all stayed, they all paying for his hotel room that night. And he yeah, was outside that... filming it, sick, crying, pretending to cry, you know, wiping his nose with baggy snot or whatever. And he was saying, I need your help. And this is where that woman um, paid for another room. And then she actually did go to the police about that. So that was classed. We didn't hear back from that though, but she uh, put it through for fraud because she went online with about that the next week or so. I think she was talking to another creator about that and it went through to the police with it because it was classed as fraud at the time. Yeah, it was fraud. It is fraud. He tried to pay for hotels using a credit card that wasn't his and he wasn't authorised to use it. It was fraud. No, Dave Durant um, as well. Same, same with the charities. and You know, trolls can't get you kicked out of accommodation. If you've not done anything wrong, you can't be kicked out unless you're causing trouble. All trolls can do is inform of the truth. Yeah. And it's up to the owner of that establishment to take it on board or not. And obviously, along with telling the truth, they were sent evidence, as hotels are. And so they took it upon themselves that they didn't want the likes of Kevin staying there and that's what happened and that was the point Kev was outside crying his eyes out like a baby <laughs> and Tanya pounced on him because she knew he needed someone at that time that's why I said that Tanya always treats Kev as her puppet because she dangles those strings and he does what she says but then mm-hmm. he also uses her for content in the same time because any time they've had an argument He'll record it, and what he'll do is what it's called reactive, um, reactive abuse. So, say when we've heard meltdowns, which we will play in other podcasts, when we've heard to have a meltdown, it's because of what they've done before, and he'll record it. And he's done that a couple of times. He doesn't stick it on TikTok; he sticks it on um, on Instagram when they're not together, and when mm-hmm. they are together, it's always my baby. My this, my 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 princess, my uh, my ogre. I mean, not ogre. What's it called? Oh yeah, his babe and stuff. So you know, kind of makes you think: Are they always in it together? Are they a team? I do think they are. I think they're a duo. Oh, I agree. I think she spotted him from a mile away, and mm. she saw him as a weak victim, and she's now become. Like you've just said, the puppet master, she is controlling him. Yeah. And she has done from day one. The way that she got that control in the first place, she let him move into her house straight away from his daddy's. Yeah. Therefore, her house, her rules, and whatever she says goes. 
another thing that um one thing to mention uh, but I guess we can mention that in the next thing which we need to talk about is the reason why people started trolling Tanya in the first place. So on top of the fact that she she let Kevin move into the house, the first date that they had, Kev was treating her house like his own. He was in her kitchen cooking on her oven Um lounging about on the sofa on live for hours on end and basically not paying any attention to anyone else around him bearing in mind that her kids are in the same house as well who were under 18 at the time yep and granddaughter which now is not allowed due to her actions being with him and she's also been investigated by social services and the nspcc yeah, she's not allowed unsupervised access with her granddaughter. And Kevin's actually not allowed at her house at this moment in time at I all. I don't think he's been allowed there for quite some time. That's where they stay in hotels together. Mm-hmm. Plus the kids don't like him because there was also an accusation of her assaulting her youngest daughter. He first moved in with her on date one, as you do. Um... <laughs> So trolls obviously, I would say trolls again, so-called trolls obviously looked into her and one search of her name on Google brought up her Just Giving page, which a lot of people are aware of it. If anyone hasn't seen it, feel free to just search Tanya Cummings in Google and Just Giving and the page is right there for anyone to see. It's a long read as well and it'll give you an understanding of the poor me story where she actually uses her own daughter's uh, this is her older daughter um her attack that unfortunately that she'd been through and she used that because uh, she failed to report it to the police due to having problems with her teeth so dental hygiene doesn't really cover the fact of reporting and act like that but she didn't because she thought she'd be judged by the police and not took seriously so but she thought it'd be okay to try and raise seven thousand pounds to get some new teeth which she ended up getting some new teeth in turkey and sold the car for it so <clears throat> she got what she I, wanted in the end yeah i am just going to read um a couple of lines from her just giving page I am currently trying to find the confidence to report my ex-partner for rape and sexual abuse to my daughter, who was 11 at the time. I feel as though I will be judged due to my appearance as I was judged by police in Scotland. And with seeing all of the trolling that Kev was getting, noticing all the comments um, and things, knowing that you know there was a lot of people that were pointing out that he's a wrong one, and especially after what her own daughter's already been through at 11 years old, Tanya moved in this this 42-year-old 40, man who she's never... at the time. Into, who everyone was calling all the names under the sun. She doesn't know him. She's never met him before. And she moved him in with her daughter who's already vulnerable from an attack that she's already had in her life once. And without a care in the will, she let him stay there. She's asking for um, 
based on a story that wasn't hers to tell, based on a traumatic event that her child went through, she was asking for £5,000 to get some new teeth. And that is, I would say that was the, the base of a lot of people instantly not liking Tanya because I know me as a mother, I, I understand completely that abuse happens and you don't always notice it. But the fact you then try to make money off of that for your own vanity, not even trying to make money off it, the fact that you will not report that crime and get some justice for your child because you're scared of what you look like. If I had no teeth in my head, that wouldn't stop me. No, stop me either. But I sort of mean, I don't care if I was bald. I'd my eyes going east and west. You know, I don't care if I look like an alien. Uh, I do sometimes, but not all the time. I would still, no matter in any of my, you know, family or, or kids that have been attacked, and no matter what age they were, I'd be straight down there to report it. Now, I am going to say trigger warning on this because I don't want people to feel like we're being judgmental on people that have not reported any attacks. Like, don't get me wrong, the, it, the, the Met has actually let a lot of people down, but yeah, let again, the law has now been changed again, so any past crimes or current crimes can be reported and will be talked very seriously. So for anyone that has struggled to report or feels like they can't report, this is no ever way to attack you far from it just to let you know the what her actions have been and to just to let you know that we'd support anyone who wanted that support to go make reports if they feel like they can do well yeah that's right and i think it's it's not the fact that she didn't report it; it's the reason why she didn't report it because she was too vain too selfish not to do it and she put her own appearance before her own child and I think the decent people on TikTok who she is classing as trolls who don't agree with this situation that she's done, you know, there is there is nothing on this earth that would stop them. No, there wouldn't be. And I know even any family members that couldn't even manage to do it, if they say the parent couldn't manage to do it through disabilities or through anxieties or any kind of mental health issues, they still can get a family member to do and go and support them. They I would mean, do that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's also the fact that she tried everything she could in that just giving page to get donations in from yeah. people. You as a person, if you read that story and you didn't know the truth, um... <clears throat> which we do know the truth now because Tanya's since come out and called her daughter a liar and says she doesn't believe the story. So B, A, you know, why Clay, why write that story on a Google platform anyway, in a public platform? It, Like I said before, it's not her story to tell. The, um, <clears throat> just cut out all of these bits because I really can't fucking breathe. It's okay. Uh, so what did I say? A, um, what did I say? You said about um, the times then when she could have reported and then called her, said the daughter was making it up like a liar when she wasn't. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the fact that she says she's not left the house for four years, and which is really strange to everybody because the second she got with Kev, she was driving them all over the country. You know, it doesn't add up. If Kev's the cure for agoraphobia, 
<laughs> did something wrong with the world. I'd be fucked. Um, exactly. I'd you be know? fucked. I've struggled with agoraphobia. I had that for two years of my life. And I mm. swear now, Kev would actually make me want to go and get sectioned more than actually in to for me to go and drive them up and down the country because a lot of people have natural anxiety going on motorways as it is. Never mind to drive some blooming, you know, no mark up and down the country so we can be famous. But, you know, I'm sure Liverpool will still be saluted for giving them a great welcome to our lovely city. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> you are much appreciated. <laughs> Um, that's right and I mean even when she she was writing her blog that time she used to go on about how um she used to get scared driving over bridges and things yeah you know that's not agoraphobia that's that's just her not having the confidence to drive everyone has have um huge confidence issues on motorways you know a lot of people they don't like driving in on quite country lanes or things like that that is not her not being able to leave the house yeah agoraphobia is a fear of leaving your property your home because of due to a lot of anxiety and depression so in your mind at the time you think you're more safer at home it can cause a lot of um what's the way for it I can't remember the bleeding way for it now. It's where... Anxiety? Not that, no. It is part of anxiety. For when I had it, I felt like it, it was easy to think about going out, but actually doing it was is like a nightmare because you automatically feel like you're better off at home and there's no initial cause for it half the time. It just happens, especially if you stayed in too much. If you like, especially when COVID came up, a lot of the people... Um, struggled with agoraphobia because they were scared to leave the house due to being infected by covid but with her like this is what i don't believe about her having agoraphobia i think she had a natural anxiety for leaving home because of her self-confidence but with this it, she was in university for law and then left it and blame other people for it but yeah i believe she left it because she couldn't cope the amount of work there was because Studying law for five years at least. It does just she she was out of her depth. The only reason she wanted to study law and this was admitted in her own blog that she wrote herself was so she could um help herself within the system for benefits. Um so she could maximize what people get, people that don't work get, which is I can't remember the exact I can't remember the exact words that she said in her blogs, but it wasn't for anything to do any good with. It was basically to benefit the situation that she was in. Uh, She was on benefits at the time. She didn't want to work. And she feels that people in that position are unfairly treated. And I guess that's one of the reasons why she wanted to do a law degree, which is great. Yeah, because you don't want to be a lawyer to do that. If you want to be a lawyer, you want to be a lawyer. So you can put, I don't know, bad people away or, you know, you want to do some actual good or do, you know, have a career. Well, you Where think it, that she, the the her whole daughter being attacked would be a great way for her to go into law so people do get justice who have been attacked. 
but yeah she didn't report that one so that would basically undermine her even going so basically for selfish reasons she wanted to become a solicitor so she could fight the laws by herself another delusional thought yet again so she mm. could literally say to people oh do you know what i'm gonna get you more benefits because i'm not selfish i'm just gonna get more for myself yeah that is correct <laughs> I literally <laughs> I, I swear like when you listen to um her podcast i will call it podcast because she is a, a, you can't call it human you may just call it a fish out of water because the amount of stuff that she brings out with her is unbelievable. Like to the point where when people I... try to help her and they, she just yeah. turns the back on them because as soon as they go against their precious Kev, hey, I'm going to call her the, the manager because she manages a man who has now been proven now, which will come up again in future podcasts, that he's now being um, investigated for talking to underage girls and boys. And, you know, this is the beauty of why she's done this, because she's now allowed us the chance to have an opinion on her and speak the truth, and that's not going to be censored by TikTok. We won't be reported by Kev or Tanya or their little minions. You know, we have free speech, and we can say it exactly how it is. And even better... We can show it how it is. So the things that people can't show on TikTok that a lot of people will be shocked by, we can show it here. Yeah. And that's what we do. So she's not able to put on this little miss, nice, innocent victim act, this damsel in distress that she likes to play when it suits her. She can't do that because every time she does that, we'll show the real side of her. And that's the beauty of it. And she's not going to like that one bit because this delusion, what she'll do is the victim act. I call it the victim act where she'll say to people, I've been harmed, but yet I self-harm. Not me personally. This is what she says. And then she'll blame other people, which is a great narcissistic trait of what <coughs> narcissism is. And there's many versions of narcissism. And what she'll do is when she wants to, I call draw red lines on herself, She'll go, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to blame this person today because I got told off for my own actions. But yeah, like the instance with Tyrone, which was in the area clip before, she blamed him for harming herself. And she's been in hospital now for the last couple of weeks for her attacking people and then harming herself to where the point she's ended up in hospital and still not been sectioned. And I might believe that she does need sectioning. And that this is just my opinion on that one. She is an ill woman. But yet oh, she's she... also learned to live a life. As... Makes you think who's more delusional, her or him? Well, that's it. I mean, you would think, okay, everyone's allowed to make a mistake. Things do get overlooked. But how you handle and how you deal with that mistake after is down to you. And that's yes. down to you responsible person a mother a parent a decent human being and she failed her child in so in every single way she did nothing you know she didn't report the child so where was the child's offer of support or counseling or how was the child meant to get past what happened to her if she wasn't even willing to report it to the police that's what <laughs> baffles me half the time because 
like you said, any decent parents or guardian would be there, you know, in the police station bombarding it down. Like, the, you know, person there in guardianship or, you know... <laughs> it... <laughs> I'm starting to get a bit back now because I'm thinking that would have been my, my, any of my family members or friends, kids, anything. I'd be there <laughs> no matter what I look like. I would be there knocking the door down getting some justice like especially the more evidence that's built up the better that's that girl's been left. she's been left she's been left to go tell you what love you've gone through that i'm gonna call you a liar about it but you'll get over it you know because i'm just the best mother in the world and that's what happens when you don't put your own child first or children first and this is what happens when you put men before your kids which is what she did with kev it's well known that um, one of her daughters absolutely hate Kev being there. She's posted videos on TikTok herself. She's kicked holes in the walls and the doors. She's been heard in the background on calls screaming that she doesn't want him there. And yet she still sneaks him in the house most weekends. You know, so she consistently keeps putting people before her own children. This is why a lot of people don't like her. This is why I don't like her especially. It's one of my main reasons. Because, you know, I'm a good person. I'm a good parent. I'm a bloody good mum. And when I see people like that, thinking that, yeah, okay, now her children are above 18. But that does not stop her from being a parent, which she thinks she does. Her excuse for everything is, my children are this age. They don't need me now. Your children always need you. It doesn't matter how old they are. No, they always do need you, no matter what you think. That's it. Once you become a parent, that's it for life. To the, the day that you are no longer on this earth, you'll always be even for people that believe afterlife and stuff. Yeah, and that, and that's the point, you know. It, a lot of people will have already heard of lo- a lot of the things that are being said and talked about. But for me personally, it's about reaching the new people. So I notice a lot of new people around Kev at the moment, a lot of new gifters. And we're constantly always trying to highlight, you know, the old things that need to be kept relevant because these are the things that, you know, he's he is a manipulator. He is a scammer. He's a user. Um, he, <laughs> he sits on the children's app. And I don't agree with the fact that, He's called a paedophile. However, my personal opinion is he is way too comfortable around people a lot younger than him. I think if it was me myself and I was 45 years old, I wouldn't be hanging around with 16, 17-year-olds. No, I wouldn't either because they're probably the same age as... Or he had kids, they'll probably be around the same age as that. And I would, I know from personal experience, no, I couldn't... Don't get me wrong, if they were in my home under my guardianship, I've, you know, seen my family members, then, yeah, obviously it's our our duty to make sure they're safe. But not to the point where they're messaging underage people. That's a grooming technique. Now, I don't know if I call him a paedophile because I think he does use children to get money out of them. So that, to me, is a grooming behaviour. Would I see it in sexual contact now? financially grooming it's a financial groomer isn't it it is because it's that desperate 
But at the same time, you know, there was a lot of people around um, a couple of years ago when Kevin was running around with Polly and Ben. I'm sure Polly was 17 at the time. And Kevin was staying in a hotel with these young lads, you know. And that, to me, you just don't do that. That's not normal behaviour. Unless you're related to that person, or as you said, you've got some form of guardianship over them. And you you have to be there as a responsible adult, rather than rather than manipulating them online, forcing them to battle you, give you a percentage of what they're making, and then running around London in the middle of the night with them and staying in the same hotel, even being in the same hotel room, it's not right. Now I'm not saying that he's a paedophile. I'm just saying it's very awkward and very cringy and it's not something that a normal person would do. I would say, as he has done adult content on um, other sites, he has been using um, money off men. And I do believe that he has got bisexual tendencies. I do believe he's bisexual. And it has been spoke about in Tanya's and Kev's relationship that there is no intimacy that way. We just see each other as annoying friends. And he tries to make out he wants all this kind of relationship with her. But you can tell he has more of a, um, an eye for the guys, but all like between the ages of 16 to 20. Which what is quite concerning because... Mm-hmm. There's a lot yeah. of people at that age that just discover themselves in their sexuality. Yeah. There's people at that age that go, "Am I? Am I not? Am I, you know, they're curious about it and they discover it themselves. When you get this older man who's old enough to be their dad, trying to groom them in in lots of different ways of like, "Oh no, you don't worry, I'll look after you," and you try and give them security and stuff, but then take money off them and that. It is quite concerning, and I do believe. You always, if you look on the videos of Kev, when he's jeweled other men, like good-looking men, you, his eyes are wide and open. I say, "Oh, hello there," and he's done the same with women too, but it's a different kind of look. You know, You'll notice I, it. I have to say that maybe he knows what he's doing, and maybe he's fully conscious of the situation. So I'm thinking. You know, he likes young people because obviously they're more vulnerable, they're more susceptible to listening to him because he's a lot older, uh, they're more easy to control. Yeah. And maybe he knows that it looks better on him if that if that other person, that young person, is a male, because yeah. we all know it was a female, there'd be help. So I wonder True. if he's fully aware of what he's doing and he is purposely seeking out young people, but he's sticking to the male kind because he knows that he wouldn't get away with it if he was doing it to young girls. But yeah, he's been messaging young girls. Well, yeah, but he doesn't do it on live, does he? And he would never, it's not like anywhere near his relationship with Ben, Polly, um pay funds back in the day yeah it's rare on that level even his gifters have all been male as well um Grealish who was was, yeah he didn't know it was a girl though everybody still wishes a bloke yeah um 
got PU13, who was um, thought to be a child. Go Fisher was thought to be really young. You know, all of them male. Yeah. All, like, everyone saying that these are young, young people. And he kept telling them as well, and he just went, oh, well, no, just ignored it. Mm. Yeah. So either way, you know, he doesn't help himself when people are calling him a paedophile or anything else that they're calling him. He doesn't help himself because I believe that he con- he's, knows what he's doing. He's full away. He's not stupid. He's not an idiot. But, but he Tanya does the heber file, calls him a heber file. <laughs> well, yeah. So, yeah, and also the fact that she's the one that started that rumour because she actually texted somebody, didn't she? And she said she's found evidence on this phone. Yeah. Um, there is screenshots. I know we've got the screenshots of that conversation. She texted her friend to say that. Yeah. The actual solid allegations of Kev being into kids has come from her and not anybody else. No one knew nothing about it until she said something because he and her daughter were discussing what was up with Kev. Yeah, and then this is the other thing that she said in the messages. She said she had to stop looking because she was scared of what else she would find. I'm sorry, but as we've already discussed today, she moved this guy into her house with her children straight away and she didn't want to keep looking into him because she was scared that she would find more evidence that he's into kids. Yeah. No. It just makes you wonder, isn't it? And that's why we have made this podcast so the truth will get talked about. It can't be hidden away with the Poor Me Victim Act. People out there will have to, well, not say have to understand, they will get an understanding of why we are doing this. And because a lot of people get shut down on TikTok for telling the truth. So whenever videos are made, they always come back as... The new one, uh, gender, sexual something. What's that report? Gender something? And then the the harassment and bullying. When people are talking the truth and they get shut down for it, yet these big creators stay on there and become racist, sexist, all kinds of stuff. So doing a podcast to explain this so people do have the truth and then the evidence to back it up, what can they do about it? They can't yeah. do nothing. And that's it. And everything that we're mentioning, if anyone wanted to see screenshots or evidence, you know, I'm sure we can set up an Instagram page and post it. Yeah. Uh, what we're saying is we're not just talking words. We're not Googling and reading off um, things that someone else has wrote. We're going off based off facts, what we've seen for ourselves. And this is evidence that we've collected over the last two years. Yeah. Gosh, and we can back years. up so it's not accusations which isn't trolling most of this stuff that we're going to be talking about in future episodes has actually come from her mouth her fish face mouth (laughs) her tuna can she opened it up and just the the effects of fish it's just been diabolical to the point you think oh my god what next but she is she is actually when you look at her videos now they ain't getting the likes that they used to you can't comment in her videos because all the time they'll be negative you look Mm -hmm. at me in sky's videos we hardly get the negative comments we get people actually saying 
oh, nice one. And they share it. They get it around there. They get people sitting there listening to our work, watching our work and can be more appreciative of it because we are sharing the truth. It's not just something we're trying to clout off. It's actually getting the truth out there because she is a dangerous person. She's not someone you want to take home to meet your mother, for God's sake. Your mother ends up slapping the rolling pin around her head saying, get that venom out of my house. I mean, <laughs> I, it is bad. I will hold my hands up and I will take the troll title when it comes to Tanya, but that's because I don't like her. Um, when it comes to Kev, um, totally awareness. I don't troll Kev. I don't have accounts I go into his live on. I don't give him shit. I don't do anything like that. I literally post awareness on Kev. She's a different story because I she's... I'm not a troll. Far from it. I do analysing videos of how her behaviour is, how she acts, and explain why she does it. So people are more aware and make their own judgment from it. So I'm not a troll like you, Sky. I'm a good person. And with Kev, he's I on think, my block list. He's I think because there's no need for me to... Yeah, you can raise awareness. You do very good work with it. But for me, there's no reason to because she's not, she's not financially profiting like he is. And that's what I don't like. Um, you know, she's she's on the app and she's tried it, but she's no, she's never going to be on that level where she's able to make a living off there, ever. So, no, she won't. yeah, for her, I see her differently than I do with him. He's more serious. Uh, well, if you want to call him serious, doing the little, the little shuffle going, ah, like an he's Indian dance more... gone wrong. He's more serious, as in seriously needing to get off the app, but she's more dangerous, I would they say. They both, in their own equal ways, need to get off social media full stop and to get mental health assessments. Mm-hmm. To the Definitely. point where I think they'll be sectioned for a very long time and I can pop in on visits and go, hello there, still here, still drooling in the corner, nice one, and I know that our job's done. Can you imagine if they both got sectioned and you ended up being their assigned counsellor? <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> and what are we going to do with you today, Tuna Tanya? Are we going to make a podcast? Are we? Oh, oh so do we need to take your gag off first, love? Do we? Okay. No, we don't want to do that because you talk that much shite as it is. You keep that in there. I'll just stick you back on the corner. Oh, look, the shuffle is here. Let's just stick him in there. Then we'll put the cameras on and get to entertainment of you banging your head against the wall and he's sitting there going, stop the screen, share the life. I don't know. I reckon I'd need a good few hours of counselling if I got stuck with them too. We won't be stuck with them too because they'll be sectioned off. Yeah, that's what I mean. If you had to counsel them, I'd need counselling myself. Which couldn't deal with. They don't. I don't. I don't believe that. That I think he is just greedy. He is. He is motivated purely by money, and he doesn't even adore TikTok like that. Because if that was the case, he wouldn't be on TikTok for the money. If he adored being on social media, he would be active on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, although he tries, but there's no money there, so he doesn't focus on that. There's one reason why he loves TikTok, and that's purely money. And it's other money. It is. It definitely is money, and money is the the, the eye of all evil, isn't it? It really is. (laughs) 
Well, it is. And it's, you know, and it's such a shame because you see all of these new people. That's one of the reasons why I said, yeah, we should go ahead and do this podcast because, as I've already said, all the new gifters and the new people that are coming in, you know, they go into his lives and they see all of these comments and they automatically assume that he's being bullied. So they feel sorry for him and start gifting him. And then they they don't listen to anything that anybody else is saying. They don't bother checking the FYP. They don't bother doing their own research. They just assume that because he's constantly saying everyone's a troll and they all hated me, I've not done anything wrong. They're taking his word for that. Yeah, they are. I mean, not, we always say to them, though, a lot of people at the time go, and what's this about Kev? And then we'll say, do your research on them. And when they have done, they've gone, oh, but they help with them. Or oh, these are the people also that try to use them for views as well. Like, we'll, we'll name a view, like Zach, who's now using Kev for views, and a few other creators. Well, I couldn't call Zach a creator. Yeah, let's, let's, call, let's cut Zach's name out of it. Can I just call him a gossy eyed fucking knobhead? Yeah, it is. Fucking bloopers. Because <laughs> I didn't mention Cam's name, and I was like, no, don't be doing that. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, but yeah, as I was like you say, you know, with all of these new gifters, it's, I would say to anybody, you know, don't listen to Kev. Kev's act on TikTok is not what he's like in real life. No. You watch him on Instagram. He's completely different. He doesn't swear on TikTok. He does everything by TikTok guidelines because he knows the guy's had 71 accounts banned. He knows what gets him removed. So he's he's like, he sticks to the Bible of TikTok. And that's why he appears like he's so innocent. And that's why a lot of people fall for his bullshit. And this is why he is the love of uh, that tuna can's life. So yeah. She, yeah. So she puts this person in front of her own life and her own own kids. Even though her kids are all grown, she still has a responsibility to make sure they're still safe. But yeah, she does. I was I was working my way up to the story. I think. Um, so yeah, that's what I was saying. So off the back of that, so he's recently had a new gifter who gifted him over two grand. Um, the gift is not gifting them anymore because they woke up and realised what he was like after a couple of months. He saw for himself. Yeah. Um, he found that out when Kevin and Tanya started harassing him for money. When he stopped gifting, they started, you know, messaging him and contacting him and making threats. And all this will come out. Um, I don't think it's come out fully yet, but little bits are starting to come out about it. Yeah. Um, and Kevin is now going live saying that he's being manipulated by people. Um, this gifter apparently promised Kev that he would give him and Tanya his own house to live in after they got married. And the, the horrible thing about this is, is that they would accept it. And this is one of the reasons why they were harassing this gifter, because they changed their mind about giving them their own house. You know? This is two people, two narcissistic, greedy people on a nap who would take anything that was offered to them. They don't know this person. This person has openly admitted that they're vulnerable. And, you know, they, 
they don't bother to get to know them. It's not like, if, you know, if a family member offered to give you their own house, if you were struggling, you just still wouldn't accept it. Nobody in your right mind would. The fact that them two would says a lot. They don't care about gifters. They care about gifters' money. Please go and do your research. Kevin's been on live saying that this gifter manipulated him and promised to give him a house and then backed out of the deal. Kevin then tried to make his viewers believe that he's currently in a bad financial situation. Now, I'm sorry, but Kevin and Tanya have been on at least 10 holidays this year. They've been abroad throughout for most of the year telling their viewers, I'm in a hot country, where are you all sat in your houses, paying your bills, can't go out, you've got no life. Well, they've been on holiday with their gifters' money. It's not last year. That was this year as well. Well, I thought it was like three times this year. Well, whatever. They've been on too many holidays. <laughs> they have been because I want to go on a good one myself, thank you very much. Unfortunately, <laughs> life is too busy for that. But, you yeah. know, yeah, they, they well, what they do there is like say, look at me, I'm I'm sitting off. I'm on, yeah. I'm in the sun. Yeah, only because you, you don't get a wash and you need to get I disinfected. I thinking, how the fuck are you sat in that sun and I'm at home in the cold yeah. weather? Why are we not in the place where you are? Well, you're sitting there with loads of kids there and you're sitting there prancing around going with your, your sad songs and your fake Gucci shorts and your bigger nip. But, you know, the one that sags down by your knees. But we won't go into that one because that could be fast as She's got a bigger nip. Not seen Are you it? talking about mine? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I talking about yours? <laughs> Only because you showed me the pictures the other day and I thought, bloody hell, love, you know what I mean? You need to sort that out. <laughs> no. Because if you notice in his pictures, the ones that you sent to me many, many times, not yeah, the yeah. one, not the whole of the moon, the other one, you'll notice, I think it's his right one, it sags. Yeah, yeah. It's ran away. Yeah, well, much like his hairline, isn't it? Everything will tries to get away from Kev. God, the alien predator, that's what he looks like. I keep seeing that image of him standing by the door with his birthday suit on, and it just looks really weird. And I, I can't get that image out of my head. It's like a nightmare. And that's thanks to you sending me them pictures. Thank you very much for that. You're welcome. Not, no. 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 I, like, I like to highlight the best bits. Would you really call that the best bit? <laughs> the best bit. <laughs> <you really>? <laughs> <laughs> I could not call that. But the thing is, though, she gets to see that all the time, but then she moans at him for being lazy and leaving everything everywhere peeing in bottles and stuff like that you know it's such a special person but you know you get what you give don't you so she obviously gives a lot of crap and that's when she receives it she gets to see it all the time but she doesn't want it i mean we'll play all of the clips um in the next one because there's not any time for this one now but you know she doesn't want to be with him she doesn't love the guy the amount of things that she said about him um, said about him and to him is, you know, that's not love. No, I would, not. I've had exes that I would not speak to like that because you always have a, a certain level of respect. But people as a human being, 
even but some of the things that she said about him maybe true or not but you know you don't if you're going to frequently be on and off in a relationship and do it so openly online and so publicly you wouldn't say these things knowing that you're going to get back with him the week after you just wouldn't and that problem what do you call it sleeping with the enemy well, that applies to both of them, don't they? They're the enemy of each other. No, I believe he loves her. He does love her. He does. But she doesn't love him. But I think he's also um, a gaslighter. I came across a video today um, of a video that Kevin sent to his original ex from a couple of years ago. And he was saying the exact same things he says to Tanya now. So he says... I know your mental health's bad. That's why you need me. And I always, I always remember it sticks in my head that she always says that about him. That's and scary. I thought, well, yeah, I've, I've saved it, so you'll see it. Um, but I think he's a gaslighter as well. I think he knows that he really can't get women because he's got nothing going for him. He's got no house, no job, no money, no car, no assets at all. He's yeah, got nothing. Bad. He has no family, absolutely nothing going for him. If you met him on a first date, you just wouldn't stick with it. I'd delete the fucking app. No, because you want a relationship where, you know, you can provide for each other. I'm not saying that you want a man to buy everything for you, but, you know, you want a man that can support himself. How is he going to support you or any kids you might have or a family or the family that you've already got? How is he going to do that with nothing? Couldn't, oh, so, no, couldn't. Yeah, I, I would. I would literally delete the app and then put complaints into the app to let someone like that on there. I would. I would literally. I'd have to go into PTSD trauma counselling just from that one date. This was the point I was going to make. So because he has nothing to offer a woman, like he hasn't even got a big knob. Let's face it, he ain't <laughs> even got that going for him. Because he has nothing to offer a woman, I think he looks for these women that are mentally, you know, they have mental health problems or they're a bit low or their self-esteem or they're not feeling good about themselves. I think he prefers that kind of woman because he can then persuade them that they need him and they need to stay with him. Otherwise, if he met someone like me or you or a lot of other people who are... You know, we're financially independent, we run our own homes, you know, we do what we want, we don't rely on anybody for anything. He wouldn't stand a chance. Not one bit. Not once. But they're just going to highlight the, the cause he's got, not, not a big knob. I, I just had to hold my laughing then because I thought that is true. But <laughs> at the end of it, it's more than just uh, how big his, um, his flap is. You know what I mean? But it's the fact that what are you saying? The points are correct. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's yeah. It's very true. It is I true. Thought... There is more to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good ending, to be honest. It is just true. Just leave it there. And so these people now have the image of Kev's flap in their minds. I'm not even. <laughs> Actually, the, imagine listening to this before going to bed. Oh, do you know, they've put a podcast out. Let's listen to what they say and then we can talk about the next day. And the last image in their mind is the green skin flap. 
<laughs> and I hope it bops you all on the head. And then we can say goodbye and say tune into the next one next week where we hopefully won't be talking about that skin flap, but we can't stop the person that's going to be the guest next time. So um, I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to say bye for me, and I'm sure she'll say bye for herself. Yes, um, I hope that we've educated a few people, and I hope new people take on board what we've said. And like I said, do your research. Don't take our word for it. And keep keep fucking up, put that bit... And stay tuned and do watch our future ones because they are going to get better. This one was just an introductionary and a brief overview of a few things that we thought were relevant to her. Um, but they will get in. They will get more in depth. And as um, Sox has said, we're getting guests on as well. So we are keeping guests on, yeah. And also, please um, give us um, a five star. Leave us a good review, please. Thank you. Yes. And share it out to Talk get this message out. Share the live. <laughs> if you're on TikTok, like, you know what I mean? But, you know. No. <laughs> do not tap the screen and share the live, but do share it to, you know, people that you think may benefit from it. Um, new people that come along. Um, that's, what, that's all it is. It's raising the awareness, keeping the awareness up, and telling the truth so people aren't being manipulated by Tanya's version. And saying it how it is because TikTok are fucking little pussies that couldn't let us say shit. So we thought we'll do it here instead. Yeah, so let's say goodbye now, definitely, because we can just keep going and going. <laughs> I was like, when's this fucking thing ending, for fuck's sake? <laughs> I'm sure they said goodbye 45 minutes ago. <laughs> This is what we're like though on the phone normally. And that's we never fucking stop. We're being polite today. Fuck you know. Say goodbye. Actually, do you know what? What? But because it wasn't on TikTok and there's no like censor or guidelines or anything, I thought, oh, I'm just gonna be like, like proper. How I? How can I explain it? I thought I'd be like so unfiltered, but I haven't. I've been quite no. rainy. You've been all right. I've I'm, I've swore more at the end. Yeah, professional. That's what I'm going, what I'm going to say goodbye for now. I'm sure these lot judging little fuckers will say something, won't they? So, you know what I mean? No, I think we've been professional. We've been all right. We haven't said goodbye yet. It's still going. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.